You're listening to Bleed TV, the only podcast for today's best movies and shows. I'm Cash. I'm Jake. And we're here to do a little bit of Vikings. Absolutely. Still in season four, which for whatever reason is really confusing me. Yeah, it's super confusing. I mean, Um, we were sitting here bouncing off like two, four, no, episode 12. 12, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Vision. The Vision. And, uh, you know, we got back to a little bit of the trippy uh, visions. And, I mean, I know it's called The Vision, but kind of like flashback and flash forwards that I kind of forgot that i missed yeah it's really good and it was uh not the seer no seeing something it was actually Auslog. so and it wasn't floki who's also one of the main reasons why we think right. he turns into the seers because he always gets all the visions but it was purely Auslog and yep. kind of an Auslog heavy episode which i was happy to see extremely heavy because she's looking fantastic yes even darth Auslog in the uh um, I mean I'm not gonna say like <laughs> was a little bit more turned on with the Darth thing or anything, but she was looking good. I, I, you might get a little tiny Star Wars boner out of that. Yeah, it was pretty like serious. Um, um, she looked kind of badass, is what I would call it. Yeah, it, something that a I never thought she would cover up her face. I mean, it just not didn't ever strike me as something she would do. Oh yeah, at first when I saw the makeup and stuff, I thought it was Lagatha. Yeah, I thought it was completely anybody but Auslog. Yeah. But anywho, um, but yeah, this heavy this is a heavy Auslog, heavy Ivar, mm-hmm. um, and the sip and uh, is it Sigard? Is he Sigard? Yeah, I mean he wasn't necessarily heavy, but he would he you noticed him in every scene that he was. He was in. a key plot point because at any moment you thought Ivar would cut his Achilles tendons and murder yeah, him. Yeah, at no point in time did I ever think anything that Sigard was doing was a good idea. Oh no, he's like. The only brother that's blind to, to how, how dangerous yeah, Ivar absolutely. is. And I, I I was honestly ready at any moment for Sigurd to die. I was hoping for it. Yeah. I mean, oh. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see how he's going to die. And I know Ivar. Now, do you think Ivar does it or doesn't do it due to Kinslaying? I think that's the only thing that has saved Sigurd so far. No. You don't think he's going to have any problem I think Kinslaying? Ivar kills him. Or... He embarrasses him. I, I think I, I think Kinslaying is still like a huge no no. Right, I think that's the only reason that he's still alive. I agree with you. I just, but no, I can definitely see the embarrassment to the point of either suicide, exile, or something along those lines. Right, because Sigurd appears stupid enough to make a mistake that could even be punishable. Oh, he's already made mistakes. You know, I know. Oh, I know punishable by law and everything, but. But I'm just saying, all you got to do is give Ivar a reason, Mm -hmm. I would think. Um, And I don't know the history that well or the myth or whatever, but Ivar the Boneless is well throughout to say to even be stronger than Ragnar in terms of conquering. Yeah, he's supposed to have a pretty good future, Mm -hmm. you know, which at the end of this episode, you're like, what the. Loved but, it. Great CGI and everything, but we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. So anyway, a lot of this episode is about Ragnar basically hitting rock bottom. Um, the entire town either is just whatever about him or hates him. Well, not even just whatever about him. Just the gods no longer favor you. And that is a huge thing in this culture. Yeah. And I mean, it goes back to him thinking with Floki, you know, I don't know if I'm going to Valhalla or anything. And yeah, this it, is hammering it. But see, I look at that too, and when he's 
digging up his hoard. You know what I mean? Great scene. Oh, it's awesome. Um, I, I immediately thought about that scene with him and Floki. Was just like, you know, people talk about rich people. It's like you can't, you don't take it with you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and he, we don't know yet, but we know that Athelstan stuff really messed him up. Clearly, and it already messed him up with the whole Viking oh, yeah. religion. So. Yeah, maybe he doesn't think he's going because he's not sure he believes in it. I think that's what it is. I think he's still struggling to decide if he wants to be like on Christianity or back with their old gods and everything. Or even if he's just insanely confused. And he's either really way, just, yeah. like it he's would, doubted him enough to where they just no longer want to accept him. Right. I think he has enough doubt where he's not afraid of going. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, what does this all this gold and stuff matter to him? He's not going to be spending it in Valhalla. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, I'll bribe all these guys with this. Were you a little surprised at how much gold he had? Not really. I mean, if you remember back in the day when they were... Oh, yeah. I mean, I know they were raiding like full force and everything, but just the fact that he has all this much compared to no one else really having any. So... Yeah, but you got to remember, too, he's king, so he probably gets a higher portion of it all. But you remember season one, he takes the other king out. Yeah. That king had gold, I promise That's you. That's true. That's true. I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah. Because remember, that guy was issuing heavy tariffs on everybody. Oh, yeah. You know? No, so. he, he was living pretty large. Yeah. Yeah. But. And I guess it was all of his gold and stuff. And it, I love seeing all the different kinds of things that he had. You know, all the different coins, the glasses, the oh, goblets. Yeah. yeah, definitely. From different raids mm-hmm. of different towns and countries. And yeah, it was pretty neat. Um that, it was funny. My wife walked in just randomly while I was watching the episode and was talking about, yeah, I don't think they really had that much eye makeup and stuff like that for the women. <laughs> and I told her, I was like, oh, yeah, Helga had a full-blown, full manicure yeah. in this episode. Um, they super stylize the women in the episode. It's it's all coming back to the golden stuff because I think the details they get into, mm-hmm. you know, how they, you could clearly see there was different, cash and stuff like that yeah different forms of payments and stuff like that but they go into such detail with that type of stuff and then with the men they look so grunge and dirty and speaking of the men did you see the fake vikings they look full-on legit this year yeah they actually look legitimate now i was stoked i was like "Uh uh-oh um but is it weird to you that the women are so stylized compared to the men? They're like primed and prepped and like... They're perfect. Not, yeah. And I mean, I said, you know, last time, I hated that Agatha wasn't just aged appropriately. You know, I mean, she still looks too young. She has no wrinkles. She has no grayness. She no. looks stunning. Lagertha is like full-blown like... Like Kardashian, it. Yeah. she's got like a fur coat on, and you know she's like super cleaned up and super nice. I mean, the only person who should be like this is Aslog because that's how she she's not Viking. Yeah, but even her, yeah, even her, she should. Well, I mean, like when we first see, you know, she's in all that silk gowns. All of her maids are in that. Agreed. So, like, I could understand her being fashionable to the utmost extent, but like yeah. you said, Lagatha's coming in with. Like the fur coat, you know, matching boots. Yeah, they. I'm just really surprised that they they made that choice. And they've stuck with it the whole time. At least they're consistent. 
Like, I can't think that the Viking women were this concerned about fashion. Or had the time or even the, the, the wherewithal or care to get this prim. Yeah. You know, I'm just, uh, I don't know. It's just when Helga gives Bjorn a hug at the end and you see her nails, it's like, what the hell? Come on. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, too much. But also, like you were saying, fake Vikings. King and his brother, the ones that we kind of trash a little bit in the previous season. A little bit. Um, but they come in, and just like all the other Vikings, they're all covered in tattoos mm-hmm. all over their head and face. Looking every bit 10 to 15 years older. Yeah. Um, the one that was, you know, the brother. The cocky that, one that wanted to become king? Well, no, the, the blonde-headed one. Okay, the older you one. Know, he has like the toughest job to make him look legitimate, mm-hmm. but they did they did a much better job. He looks way dirtier. And I'm and loving the ponytails on him. Oh yeah, but everybody has a damn ponytail. They, they really now. do this season, and I'm like seventy percent okay with it. Yeah, most of them I'm straight with. Um, I haven't seen a bad one, but there, we just saw so many different ones. Like I, I don't want to say that there weren't a few bad ones in there. I'm sure there are, but. And, you know, there was a few other characters. The guy who spits on Ragnar, he's a farmer. He's too clean. He's a weird character. But also, he's never going to spit on Ragnar. Let's be real. Yeah, he, I was kind of hoping Ragnar would gut him right there in the street. Yeah, like I, I don't care what you went through. A, he's still your king. And B, he will still murder you. Yeah. Like, without batting an eye. Yeah, I don't understand it. But either way, God, we're bouncing all over the place in this episode. But that's kind of how this episode was. It wasn't. It was just like kind of a straight path, basically following Bjorn's about to leave, Ragnar's about to leave. And uh, speaking of how you said like the episode was bouncing around, it seemed like the cuts in this episode just weren't as smooth as they typically were. They Every before commercial cut was basically a long shot on someone's face. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then to black. It was kind of predictable when they were happening. But it was cool to juxtapose Ragnar and Bjorn. Like, everybody super respects Bjorn. He's got all the backing of all the gods and all the community. He's got people clamoring to go with him. And then you got Ragnar, who's just hit rock bottom. No one wants to fool with him. No. You know, he's (laughs) selling off all his old stuff to bribe the worst people to come sail with him. And in that scene, you know, his two, it's what, Sitgard and Ube that come and talk to him and, like, hey, what are you doing? Like, stop that. You're embarrassing us. Yeah. Why not just. Throw your allegiance to him. If you're if he's embarrassing you, get a few more actual people to rally around you and stake your own claim. Yeah. I mean, I know like they've said earlier in the season they want to keep people because Katagas gotten so important. But if you're at the point of embarrassing the legacy that you haven't earned, why not go with your dad? Well, first off, I think Sitgard is actually just a big pussy. Oh, I, I've got zero faith in him. Um Ube I don't think he's scared. I think he's just smart. You know what I mean? He's like picking his battles almost. You know? Yeah. He um, he can see that if everyone goes off, he can easily take claim of Kattegat. Well, if everybody runs off and they die, yeah, he's sole heir, basically. But I'm not sure that's exactly what he wants. I'm just saying, I don't know. I think, like I say, he's, he's, he's picking his battles wisely. No, and I'm okay with but it was just like in that scene, like they're you're embarrassing us. Well, why not help? You know? Yeah. And I mean, it's just because I feel like they haven't deserved 
I mean, like when they're all eating dinner and they're like, oh, we're kings, you know, we're this, we're that. And it's like, we've seen how hard Ragnar's worked for this. Yeah. And they're just kind of. No, they have not earned, you know, they're basically, you know, um, what am I thinking? What's the words? Like, uh, spoiled yeah. brats. But Silver spooned, I'm, almost. Yeah, exactly. They grew up with every advantage. And they've done nothing with it. And they're upset that Ragnar, who's still trying to go and create a greater legacy or rebuild his brand, and they're upset at what he's willing to do to do it. Right. At least Vitzik is, like, out to get glory. Yes. You know, with Braun. Bjorn. Uh, yeah, sorry. Oh, <laughs> Braun. <I mean. laughs> Bjorn. Um, so that's kind of cool. You know, he wants mm-hmm. to do that. But I have a strange feeling that he's going to die definitely on the on the road or on the on the sea you know what i mean i'm interested to see how many of the kids because i'm actually most scared for bjorn he's being hyped up so much no nah, i don't think so i i think bjorn's gonna be okay I, hope, I mean i know i've teetered with it and everything just because i haven't necessarily liked his acting when he's not fighting or anything but yeah I don't want to lose Bjorn, but as you said, everyone already rallying behind him. You've got the gods behind you. Mm-hmm. You know, he mentioned our favorite missing Viking in Rolio and not being there. And it just feels like there's some backstab potential that could be in play here. Oh, I'm already looking at the fact that, the you know, the the other king and his brother come and they're doing all the toasting at the party and Bjorn's keeping his distance. Mm-hmm. You know, the way they talk to each other, you know, Bjorn kind of poking him saying, you know, you're just closer to your ultimate goal, you know, King of Norway. And, you know, he's joking, saying, I don't think it'd be possible. How could I take King Ragnar? Um, Which is interesting. If you think Ragnar threw the challenge out to any of them, do you think they take the challenge to fight Ragnar? Yeah, probably so. Um my concern and worry is that these two are taking all the best fighters and Bjorn and Vitzik out with them mm-hmm. at any moment could kill them out there and just come back and take. And Kattegat. you've removed all the Kattegat's best fighters, best sailors, and Bjorn. You know, I, I mean, to an extent, that's why Ube and. Uh, Sigurd, yeah, or Sigurd. however you say his name, or staying just in case something yeah. like that does happen. But what are they? What are those two plus whatever few warriors are left going to do against the invading army that they just sent out to conquer? Yeah, obviously they can. I mean, if they're you know uprooting and unseating all these other you know leaders around Norway, they obviously have a pretty strong force themselves. Mm-hmm. So I, I worry about Bjorn being stabbed in the back by them. More than like a Rolo or somebody like that. Okay. Um, and speaking of him, do you think that we're going to have a positive situation with Rolo or? Well, judging by what I saw on the, you know, trailer on next week's episode I, I thing, um, I don't like to talk about them too much because some people don't care to watch those and, you know, I like to be surprised and stuff. Earmuffs, but, everybody. Earmuffs. Yeah. Well, I'll just say that we see him next episode. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, Bjorn had a, I mean, he has a point. And Ragnar, that was cool when Ragnar was telling him, he's like, you've got you to gotta sail by France mm-hmm. to get to your destination. So Bjorn is sending messages to Rolo to say, hey, 
We just need clear passage. We're not attacking. Um, so we'll see how that goes. You know, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, he's he's top, definitely top three of my favorite characters is Rolo. So I definitely I want to see if he has a kid by now. You know, is he still you know Duke? He has his own kingdom. Yeah, we know that. You know, he's got his own like. I mean, that's what Bjorn says. He has his own kingdom there on the edge of the river or whatever on the edge of the sea. So, and it's fascinating how they still are getting this information, like in this age. Like that was one of the things I was thinking about: is how is news traveling so freely and well? Carrier pigeon or something? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know for sure, but who cares? Yeah, you know, I don't want to. I don't yeah, want to. Small detail. No, I understand. If you look into the women on this show, then you'll start concerning yourself with the details. Which also, uh, Astrid probably has a special place in my heart. Easily. Uh, yeah. Um, there's a few women that had some strange episodes. Bjorn, I can't tell if he like agrees or disagrees with Astrid being involved with his mom. Yeah, I, I couldn't get a read on it. Uh, yeah. I think we're going to need an episode or two to tell. I don't think we're going to even concern with that because... He's already gone. Yeah. So, I don't know how that's going to go necessarily. But then also, Slave Girl that Ivar was messed with. The fact that all four of them are still in love with this slave girl is the most baffling thing in the world to me. Yeah, see, I don't think Ube and Vitzik give a shit. No, just But Sigard is full on, like, head over heels for this chick for some reason. Because um, he's Sigard. And this was a pretty badass scene, though. When he gets up from the table and he's pulling the chair off of him and stuff like that. Man. Um, I fucking hate Sigard. But this, that was not a because of what he's play. doing. But just, I love this for some reason. I love Ivar's craziness. Um, the determination and just like the hate in his eyes every time like he looked yes. up into the camera and he pulled, like Cigar pulled a little bit more and like you just see those eyes get that much fiercer. And I was like, yep. this is well done. Yeah. And it, it's strange. Throughout the whole episode, Ivar is like, I don't know, he, he he's so bipolar. Because with his dad, he's one way. Yeah. And with everybody else, he seems like a serial killer. Well, it seems like with Ragnar, he doesn't feel like he's the most powerful person in the room. But if Ragnar's not there, he feels like he's the most powerful, dangerous, cunning yeah. person in the room. Yeah. I, w- I mean, I was fully expecting him to pick up like a steak knife and throw it at Sickgart. Oh, like I'm saying, like if I think he was anybody besides blood... I think he murders him right there. Possibly. But, I mean, as you said, just like seeing him like, climb onto the table and stuff. Stop at Aslog, you know. It's okay, mother. I, I love you and everything. It's okay. uh, yeah. And then just like go back on the rampage. Yeah. It was great. Uh, yeah, this was a top five scene of the series for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying Ivar. And I remember when I saw him last season super worried yeah because of his haircut alone i was like <laughs> good lord what are they trying to do with this guy but it has totally grown on me this haircut's fine with me now he has a very distinct look and it's terrifying he can really carry a scene he's fantastic i mean we said it last week he stole every scene that he was in and this week didn't do anything to change it really i mean he's just i'm really enjoying him on the screen and to, you know, you see many different sides of him this episode. Mm-hmm. You see a super angry, you know, super schemy, um, 
you see his vulnerable side when he's on the boat. Yeah. Um, Just his intelligence and coming up with plans and how right. he's manip the words he's using to manipulate people and everything. Yeah. And then, you know, when Alslog comes to him and says he can't go because of the vision she has, you know, you get to see he's like his emotional side. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like one day with my father being a man is worth hundreds of years of pity, you know? And that's just like, man, that's, depressing to hear you know what i mean but so cool too today saying it um say I, I i don't know i'm just really enjoying him on the screen and it's, i think he's good because it, him and ube it's like the only brothers i can care to watch right now yeah i hope we get a little bit of uh visic just by himself when he's with bjorn and stuff like i'm excited to see how he performs on the battlefield because i think he could easily become one of the top children and stuff that we actually root for on the screen maybe so like i said i have a strange prediction straight off the bat is that we're going to see the two brothers kill vitzik i mean i even if it's like in a raiding you know party and stuff like mm-hmm. that and it's like heat a battle type of thing like you see one of the brothers come up gut him you know or then it's like oh what happened you know um <laughs> well, oh someone else got him it's yeah just- yeah, I, I feel like there's something like that could be Yeah, I coming. still don't feel safe with the brothers. And no. They're the, too ambitious. They really are. So. And we saw how they can manipulate Floki and how Floki was almost willing to just jump right back into it with how oh, happy he, he was to see him. loves the brothers. Loves them. Because there's so much about the gods mm-hmm. and stuff. So, yeah, not much Floki this episode. I mean, just like a couple glimpses of him. Yeah. But he looks badass, you know, on his new boats. So and his eye makeup still on point. Oh yeah, and a ponytail, of course. Now, um, what do you think about Ragnar when it was just him and Bjorn? You know, when they're talking about the note and stuff, but like he was almost asking Bjorn to give him the boats without asking, and Bjorn was like, "Yeah, I'll give you some ships." That was easy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, those two together on the screen are always good. Yeah, they I have mean, good banter. It's just always like good. a simple small exchange that. Adds a little bit of comedy, even though it's not trying to be funny. Yeah. Uh, Bjorn still respects his father. You know, he's upset at the path he chose, but I think he still respects him and knows what he's capable of. I mean, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing Ragnar with a weapon in his hand yes. soon. Um, Any of them, really, but especially Ragnar, just because I love watching him fight. Yeah. Well, I just want to make sure he still got it. Oh, I, I fully believe he still got it. Well, I know, but I'm just like, you want to see it? I want to see it. Yeah, I want to make sure. I understand. So, but anyway, the basically the whole point of the episode was Auslog's vision mm-hmm. that if Ivar goes with Ragnar, they'll be caught in a storm and he'll drown. And boy, cool ass vision. First off, yes, him just kind of floating, him floating there on his back. Yeah, and the tornado coming through. That was badass. By far the best one that we've seen. Well, no. I think Ragnar running up to the gates, but... There's been some pretty cool, you know, visions, but this was a really neat, really well done one. The only thing I would have cut out was Auslog running through the sand, probably. Because I don't understand it necessarily. Yeah. Um, Maybe it was just her not being able to do anything, but... Yeah, I understand what they were trying to do, but I was just like, it was so cool how they shot it from her back. Yeah. You know, just staring there watching Ivar get taken by the tornado and stuff. 
it's like man that's just a beautiful looking shot don't mess with it with her running <laughs> um so yeah and then of course ivar gets to go and stuff like that and then we find out that ivar is terrified of the water well even before that you know we get these homemade crutches oh well yeah i forgot you know we had talked about this last week yeah is he gonna go to the blacksmith and get some kind of neat thing made this was not what i was expecting it was pretty neat it was poorly done which i guess is expected to be at this time but yeah, they were blades that, that's on the, the bottom. only thing that i was like how could no one think to just put something flat and tractiony instead of daggers yeah i don't know i mean it was it seems like it would work on the wood because it would kind of stick in well, and hold you there i almost thought that he would be aiming like in between the boards so like he would just get that stability but I don't know. Tough. Yeah. You know, he has a chain mail running down his arms to protect his arms and stuff. It's like, I don't know. He's got well, the extra dagger on his shoulder. I was like, he's never going to be able to use that blade. <laughs> and as far as I can tell, at the end of this episode, those things are gone already. Yeah. Because the boat overturns. <laughs> <laughs> those things sank like daggers into the bottom of the ocean. Um it's like, if only these blades were floaties. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. much more useful. Flotation devices would have been pretty nice right now. Um, but yeah, we see he's terrified of the water. We see that the sailing crew that Ragnar has is a bunch of old, just low lives. They're farmers. I yeah. Um, but when Ragnar goes to talk to him about it and stuff like that, he's, he's scared of the water. He says there's worse ways to die than drown. Now, I thought this was kind of telling because when the storm does happen and Ragnar does the thing where he ties him to the post, I I didn't understand what he was trying to do at first. But then it's like when the boat turned over, did you see, did it look like to you that Ragnar went and killed Ivar? No. Dude, I when, I, when I watched it, it, it felt to me like he swam up into basically save Ivar from having to, to drown and die that way. It looked like he was killing him. I didn't get that vibe at all. Man, that's it's weird that I, that's the way I saw it. I thought he may have either like swam up and broke his neck or he had like kind of strangled him because there was some like leather straps that kind of he let go of. I just thought he was trying to get a hold of him and everything to make sure they didn't get separated. Yeah, maybe so. But if you look at Ivar, he just has his eyes closed underwater. Yeah. I mean, like he's just already dead. It was really strange. I was, I, was I like, think that was just to give the vision that Aslog had to paint may, it. Maybe so. Um, I was extremely, extremely surprised at what I saw yeah. and how I interpreted it because it was like, no way he's I mean, that's, dead. That's just like a complete 180 turn from like how the entire episode was going if it's Ragnar killing <laughs> Ivar. Oh, no, it's not. I, I mean, mean, I know. Trust me. It's not what I wanted or would expected at all. I just, it's what it looked like to me when I was watching it. Which, so, I mean, if that's what they end up doing, bravo. Great twist. And committing to it. I, I hope it's not true. Yeah, I hope but it's not I the mean, case. I will never be angry at a show for taking one of those risks. No. I, I'm, I fully don't believe that Ivar's dead or it looks like Ragnar trying to kill Ivar. Yeah, because I mean, it's not like Ragnar was like fighting to get above sea level either. No. 
you know. So I don't know what they're doing. Maybe like you say, it was Auslog's vision of what she saw that was happening mm-hmm. along with what was happening. Um, but she's, you know, writhing and on the floor with bleeding out of her uterus. Great, great job by whoever filmed this part of it. Just like, yeah, all the little reflections all mm-hmm. over the place and stuff. It's like, we still see the wave crashing down, but we see her like transparent through it. Yeah. Like you said, bleeding. Yeah. Like, see, I thought she was like coughing up the blood and stuff. Oh no, but no. It was all in her dress. Bleeding. Yeah. 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 Kind of the same deal when she gave birth to Ivar. Yeah. You know, so pretty neat um once again this this show this episode just really cool to look at man just the different things that they're doing that i mean you just really don't see it in many shows i know we say that about pretty much all the shows that we do but that's just because we pick such shows that take risk with film well i think it's not even that we pick them it's like well they kind of suck us in because the 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 choices they make as far as hey are we really going to build this boat or we're going to cg it yeah it's like oh they're going to build the boat you know um i just love that stuff they just tend to go more practical they tend to pay attention to the details and then of course the cinematography is just absolutely stunning it's amazing and i mean we we rave about one or two shots every week and i mean this was just one of them and there's there's not much more that we can say about this episode yeah, no. I mean, I think the only thing we're missing really was the comments between Lagatha and Aslog about Aslog but wanting to be queen of Kattegat and Lagatha chopping her knees out saying, you know, yeah. and the regret. Well, not necessarily, I don't want to say Lagatha had the regret, but the pain that she feels that Aslog gave her and she'll never forgive her. Yeah, when she flicks the blood in her face and is like, you know. You stole my husband. You stole yeah. my life. And I will never forgive you or something along those lines. You'll never be queen of Kattegat. Yeah. Yep. And it was interesting because I almost felt like Lagatha had moved on. But, I mean, I know like we had seen that Lagatha still has feelings for Ragnar and everything. But just to feel like the hate that she still has for her, I'm excited to see where that leads us. Yeah. And I also thought the scene with Ragnar, you know, undoing Alslog's hair was good. Mm-hmm. You know, the first time he's spoken to her since he's been back and, you know, broke her down when he actually kind of apologized and well, thanked her for not turning his children against him. And anytime you're playing with somebody's hair, like, uh, that's just oh, not, yeah. that's cheating. Oh, <laughs> I could go for that right now. Oh, man. But anyway, yeah, I, that's about all we could say about this one, man. Another good episode, just strong, just consistent, as Vikings usually is. Yeah, and I mean, can't wait till tomorrow to go yeah. ahead and watch the episode. Absolutely. But, but uh, um, until next week, we'll talk to you all later.